What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I am your host, the Cajun Libertarian. Love to be here. I love each and every one of y'all. I am having some lighting issues, if you can't tell, and that's par for the course. We are libertarians, and our shit does not want to function well. Not a big deal. Uh, we will make it happen. In that same sentence, I have a very, very special guest on tonight. Dan, taxation is theft. Berman is coming on. He's running for governor of Texas, right? Everybody knows that. Uh, which you may not know, and I hope you do, is that he is also smuggling insulin across the border for those of us that need it. I am a type 1 diabetic. I need insulin, and I need it to be affordable. What else you may not know about Dan Taxation is Steph Berman is the fact that he is also running, co-running, whatever you want to say, uh, a cannabis company. Hmm. So we're going to talk about that as well. But more importantly, we want to find out more about who Dan Berman is. Dan Taxation is theft. Berman, who is doing phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal activist work in the state of Texas and running for governor. This guy is really brilliant and probably borderline genius when it comes to law and what we deal with with the IRS. It's pretty remarkable. I'm kind of just going to want to sit back and listen because um, I don't really have an explanation as to how fantastic this guy's mind is and how he works. So, with that being said, we will talk with Dan. Taxation is Steph Berman next on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Just like your boy says it in the movie. I hope you know who I'm talking about, and I hope you know the movie I'm talking about. I will not reference it because it is fantastic. We have a ton of comments already. I don't even know where to begin, really. So instead of dipping into the comment section, Ashley, I will I'll throw that up there. Thank you. We love you as well very much. Um, bunch, bunch, bunch of comments. So instead of dealing with that right now, let's go straight into our sponsors who are freaking amazing. Like this show doesn't happen without sponsors and without viewers. You are the viewers who create the sponsors. So thank you. Very, very much. This is not possible without you. I've told you this many, many, many times. You are special. You are appreciated. 
And this is what you are, what makes the clock tick here on the Cajun Libertarian Live. So thank you very much. We will uh, start off with high-end bags and accessories from Fierce Luxury by Ashley. FierceLuxuryByAshley.com Fierce Luxury is a high-end bag and accessories consignment store based online. They carry the hottest brand like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and I still don't know how to pronounce the name of this thing. Store, person, owner, brand. It's spelled H-E-R-M-E-S. And I'm going to pronounce it Hermes because that sounds a lot like herpes. But you will not catch herpes from Fierce Luxury by Ashley. .com. That will not happen there. It's probably like Hermes, I think. I'm not I'm not a high-end guy. Y'all know that. I'm a very simple man. Very simple. But Ashley and her company are also simple. That's why they run a consignment shop. They can all buy the highest brands of merchandise with a 30% fee, right? So co-sign or consign with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online at fierceluxurybyashley.com and on Facebook in their exclusive group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Also, we have another Sponsor, I know it's kind of getting deep, y'all. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. People are paying me to advertise for their stuff on this show. I don't know why, but I'm going to do it because they pay me. And because these are friends of mine that want to get the information out there. Vid Debate, Vid Debate app is designed to give users the ability to use their God-given right of free speech. To post up to three-minute videos, video debate, to post up to three-minute videos every day, VidDebate will post a question in the hopes to draw a strong opinion from all sides and a range of topics from culture to politics. So please, look, I'm not sure if VidDebate is actually accessible for Apple users yet, but I knew... I do know for a fact that it is accessible for Android users. So go ahead and start posting, download the app, start posting your video debates and get with it. That should be a ton of fun. I am looking forward to doing that very much. So <laughs> there's no way I can keep up with these comments <laughs> ever. It's just ridiculous. So we won't. Instead, we will get to the person that you actually want to hear run their mouth other than me, who is nothing more than a pseudo-intellectual gas bag and has really nothing to say, but has amazing guests like Dan Taxation Isthep Berman, who runs a cannabis company. He also smuggles insulin across the border for people like me who struggle with diabetes, type 1 diabetes, 
who needs insulin every day. He also is running for governor of Texas. With that being said, let's bring him on. Dan Berman, my man. What's up, bro? Where am I? What show is this? How did I get here? I don't even know. What is this? What are we doing? What are we talking about? Oh, damn. I oh, forgot. Sorry. sorry that, was, that, was my, that was my Joe Biden impersonation. That was good. Thanks for having me on. That was a that was that was an awesome intro. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, thank you for being here. Uh, you are fantastic. You are brilliant. <clears throat> I've got the chance to exchange with you on Clubhouse, and I'm very impressed. I'm just excited to see what you're doing in Texas. I did miss an opportunity to cover your face with this ridiculous promo. Tom, <laughs> that's T O M F O R 52.com. T O M F O R 52.com. Tom, for 52.com, who will also be in cahoots with Dan Taxation. It's the I can't Berman. believe I endorsed that guy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking. Politician. What the? <laughs> running for office. I mean, what kind of, what kind of, he wants to, he wants to, he wants to work for the government so he can tell us how to run our lives. Yeah. And his feet are upside down. So that's a problem. For me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, no, Tom is awesome. If you're in the area, vote for him for sure. He's, he's amazing. Big facts. Um, and uh, yeah. So, so where do we begin? What are we talking about? Are we talking about smuggling drugs here? Ah, uh, I would love to start with smuggling drugs just to be honest you can this is your show right you can start wherever you want but if it's i got a new show this is amazing i got my own show <laughs> um yeah you do you can start so, where you want i would love to start oh, with smuggling man. drugs though if that's okay with you. it all began when i was a child um so okay uh let me start with this a funny story because my friend um i had a friend i don't like mentioning names but he'll probably he's probably like all public about it anyways. But I had a friend who was who was down here visiting. Um, and uh, I'm always posting about how I'm smuggling drugs online very, very publicly um, because they're life saving drugs. And I would just love for the United States government. Oh, shit. What happened? To oh, yeah, I, I pound yeah. I pounded the desk and I killed my camera. Hold on. He got there very goes. fired up for a second. Yeah. I that's yes that's how powerful my fists are i just pound the table and it knocks the camera offline um i'm i'm very very open like i would love for the government to come along and prosecute me for smuggling insulin into the united states because like if i was smuggling like weed or crack or something then you know the jury's gonna look at me and be like well yeah he's a criminal but like can you imagine like a jury this man was bringing dangerous insulin across the border and selling it to diabetics without <laughs> a pharmacist license for much less than they would pay for it at a legitimate pharmacy. Like, could you imagine that trial? Like, I'm just waiting for him to come and arrest me. Um, but okay. yeah, so I'm like very open about this. And so I had a friend visit me um, down here in Mexico and he just flew back. He just messaged me a couple hours ago and said, I was going through customs and they asked me specifically if I was bringing back any medication. And I'm like, that's 
that's weird. Well, and I gave him a taxationist theft hat too. So he was wearing a hat nice. just like this. And he was like, I, I think they're on to us. <laughs> yeah, think <laughs> he's like, I think they recognize the hat. I'm like, could be, could be. It, it was it the hat or the smuggling of illegal insulin, which is clearly well, he, a, a noticeable crime, by the way. I, I don't think he had any. Um I don't think he brought any back with him. I could be wrong. Um I was going to offer him a I, I, I sell luggage tags on one of my websites that say definitely not drugs. Um I carry that on my luggage with me whenever I travel. Um <laughs> just to see if, if TSA is gonna, you know, do something. They it's haven't not said gay anything if, yet. It's not gay if oh, it's yeah. TSA. That's my other one, which got ripped <laughs> off by somebody who did a better marketing job. And so I'm not even mad. I'm like, hey, that'll that's happen. awesome. That'll happen. Yeah. They did an awesome job with it. So credit where credit is due. Yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> yeah. So we're smuggling insulin. Um, and so I started this whole organization based on this. It's called um, Free Healthcare. And it was actually part of the, the presidential campaign. Um, but the idea is that Healthcare is a human right. And I know libertarians hear that and they're like, oh my God, he's advocating for socialism. Um, but no, it's it's a human right. I have a right to go to a doctor without someone getting in between us and saying, oh, you can't see that doctor or you can't buy these drugs for your own health, for your own mental health or physical health. Um, you can't do this unless you do this first. Um, you can't, you don't have access to this. You're going to die and you can't experiment with this potentially life-saving drug because there's only a 10% chance that it's going to save you, but there's a hundred percent chance you're going to die. If you don't try, you right. have a right to access these things. And the government is literally standing in between you and telling you, no, so healthcare is a human right. Um, that doesn't mean it's an entitlement. That doesn't mean you get to go to a doctor and say, hey, work for me for free because um, that's slavery. But it does mean that the government should not be getting in between you and your doctor. The government should not be manipulating markets to make your pharmaceutical prices ridiculously expensive. Um, I th This is an interesting one um, that happened to me today. So uh, have you heard of ivermectin? It's kind of like a big hot topic that's going around uh, yeah i've heard it's of the, them but i don't know the it's the cure for covid um oh, that's the thing. and like there's been yeah there's been all kinds of studies saying like hey this is really great but according to the the, the cdc and the fda and oh well there haven't been enough studies well the problem is like for for there to be enough studies to make them happy which by the way um in, in order to make them happy so that they'll approve it let's let's remember that these vaccines that they're passing around are not approved. They have not gone not through that one. process yet. Not no, one. No, no. They made an exception for it. But now ivermectin is approved for use, just not for COVID. So it's it's considered safe and effective for other things. That they, If it's safe enough for other things, it's safe if you don't have that other thing, right? I mean, you can take Tylenol if you don't have a headache and it's not going to kill you, right? Oh, you didn't have a headache. Tylenol is going to kill you. That's not a thing. So ivermectin is like a miracle drug. The problem is, in order to get it FDA approved for 
COVID, they got to spend like $50 million and spend five years in trials. But no one's, excuse me, $50 billion. I don't know. It's it's some ridiculous amount of money. But the problem is ivermectin is basically, uh, 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 what's it called? Um, a generic at this point. Like there's no way to make profit. There's no way to make back your $50 million if you go through that process because so many people make it. So the thing is, um, and, and like, it's, it's funny if you go to the CDC's website, like they warn you, Oh, it's made for horses. It's only available for animals. And then like down in the, like, as the article goes on, it says, it says, yes. And, and even the stuff that's made for humans. And it's like, wait a minute, you just told me it wasn't made for humans. It was only made for horses. Well, the stuff that's made for humans, you need to get prescribed and no doctor is going to prescribe it because they're not allowed to because the FDA doesn't give them permission to. You can go to Mexico and buy it. I have a friend in the United States who's who's like, yeah, ivermectin. Like, I'm, I got some because I want to protect myself just in case I get COVID. I have the miracle cure. The problem is he got this like tube of paste that's made for horses. And I'm like, dude, don't use that stuff. That's dangerous. I'll bring you some from Mexico. It's made for humans. And he's like, he's like, but, and he's like reading the ingredients and making all these comparisons. And I'm, I'm like, yes, but they're not required to list all the ingredients because it's a completely different set of regulations, blah, blah, blah. You don't know if that's safe for humans. I wouldn't try it. Cause remember the whole, like, uh, was it hydroxychloroquine and somebody like supposedly took some fish pills and died. It was because there were fish pills that had, um, hydroxychloroquine in it, but some other stuff. Same thing with um, it's an antibiotic. Um, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a popular one, but there's also one f- that you can you can buy it. You need a prescription in the United States to get this antibiotic, or you can go to a pet supply store and you can get it. Like it's the same like fish tank kind of thing, right? And it's like right. don't take that because it's got all kinds of other shit in it that's probably going to kill you. But to somebody like my friend who's basically saying, "Hey, I want to have the miracle drug just in case." He can't go buy the the pills made for people, so he's got the tube made for horses, um, which is like hopefully, hopefully he's right. Hopefully it's not going to kill him. Hopefully there's nothing dangerous. Hopefully he's not going to take too much because that's another thing. The dosages are totally different because it's made for a fucking horse. Um, <laughs> but like that's that's the problem, and this problem is created because of government. We know that this is effective. And I was just reading an article um, in Mexico, Mexico City. COVID-19 has hit a brick wall because Mexico City is using um, ivermectin to treat COVID patients. So other countries are doing it, just not the United States, because you need to get this vaccine that doesn't work. Why? Why do they keep pushing it? If there's other... Because it's it's profit, it's control, it's who controls. I mean, think about it. Who controls U.S. pharmaceutical policy? The pharmaceutical companies. That's the difference between the U.S. and a lot of these other countries is who's controlling it, who's making the laws. I mean, and, and this is this is the thing with the insulin too. This is why insulin is so expensive in the United States. It's the same insulin that you get in the United States and Canada, or sorry, in Mexico and Canada. Mexico and Canada, for some odd reason, are just about twelve dollars. For, for a tube of insulin. It's $100 in the United States. Why? What's the difference? Policy, right? That's the only difference. Drug policy. It's the same manufacturer. In fact, it's manufactured in Germany. 
And it's not like this company's like, oh, well, when we're in the United States, we're extra greedy and we we jack up the price. Now, if it, if it was like if it was just United States and Mexico, I know some people are sitting there like, yeah, well, people in Mexico couldn't afford one hundred dollars, so they lower the price for Mexico. But what about Canada? Canada's got the money for it. Canada has some sort of socialized health care, so the government's probably paying for a lot of it anyways. So if the consumer's not paying for it, what do they care? Why wouldn't they just charge more in Canada, right? It's policy. It's U.S. policy. And like there's all kinds of things. There's there's policies that say, oh, um, if there's an American manufacturer, you're not allowed to undercut their price, bringing it in from another country. Um, you've got policies that say you can't import drugs because, you know, whatever they're not FDA approved or like, you know, all, all this stupid bullshit. Um, some drugs are made in the U S exported to other countries and sold for cheaper prices in those other countries. And it's That's illegal right. to bring those back into the country. Like right. why, why? Like, if you think about it, none of this makes sense. Who came up with these rules in the first place? It's absolute nonsense, but this is how they're controlling us and they're using it to just extract fucking money out of us. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you said who my, First guess is going to be the drug manufacturers who are in bed deeply webbed with um, corporate cronyism. So mm -hmm. that's going to be my first guess. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's it. And so like, so this is like where the confusion is, right? Because it is greedy corporations, right? But it's greedy corporations that are doing this through government policy. And right. why are they doing this through government policy in the United States and not in the other countries? One, because the United States has concentrated um, power that they're able to manipulate markets. And number two, that power is up for sale. And in other countries, they have less concentrated power and they have less of it up for sale. And like you can point to all these other countries and say, oh, yeah, they're corrupt, too. And, and yeah, they sell their votes and all this other stuff. Yeah, that's all that stuff is true. But. To what scale and how much and how much power do they actually have? Um, that's that's where America, that's where the United States government is winning. They have the most power and they have the biggest, um, I, I guess, the biggest auction for selling that power. That's I mean, that's that's really what it's all about. It's it's ridiculous. And they're they're um, you know, we're the ones paying for it with our labor and with our lives. They're literally stealing from us and they're literally using our money to kill us facts i'll answer that for you steve it's a rhetorical question but i'll say it anyway uh anthony fauci there you go and now i can get kicked off of youtube for talking shit about anthony i was fauci. just watching someone cut together this video Ooh. of fauci so i get into it with like with with one of my neighbors who's a democrat right because like it, like I'm like I'm like yeah Fauci's calling the shots and like Fauci's gonna he's like oh no Fauci's a good guy and but he's not in it's not propaganda and all the stuff and I'm like okay and then I watched this video today and I'm like this is why there's like so much controversy around Fauci it's playing all these different clips of him on like all these different stations and I don't know how coordinated this is but like half of the clips he's saying oh you don't need to wear a mask the mask don't work. And then the other half of the clips, he's like, yeah, and you can wear two masks. And when you wear two masks, it prevents the air from coming out of the sides. And like, it, and it's like he's giving completely contradictory messages 
in multiple like just it's it's like what does he just like whenever he's on Fox News he goes with their narrative when he whenever he's on MSNBC he gives theirs like is he just like pandering to whatever channel he's on how like what I'm the shocked. fuck is going on here ah, I'm shocked it's you it's have nuts. a you have a government bureaucrat that's pandering oh, I know Imagine really that. can't believe Steve sell Steve sell no I said that right the first time Four hundred seventeen thousand six hundred zero eight dollars as of last January, and that's just that's just the salary. Like, you know, he's he's like getting paid for like other kinds of like you know speaking speaking gigs or whatever. He's gonna, and as soon as as soon as like. As soon as like his his tenure is over, he's gonna be you know he's he's already got like five books written. He's not even gonna write them. He's just gonna like you know someone else is gonna write the book and be like, hey, we'll give you fifty million dollars if you let us put your name on it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Payout. Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to get off on Fauci. That's a solo episode for me. That will happen soon. Stay tuned. Cajun Libertarian Live. But for tonight, we have Dan Berman, who is running for governor and who is smuggling insulin for people like me, specifically, who's a type 1 diabetic. And the pills don't work. The difference between type 1 and type 2 is the fact that with type 2 diabetics, they have the quote-unquote advantage of being able to control their blood sugar via pills prescription medication, and diet. Uh, type 1 diabetics like myself do not produce any insulin at all. So we have to inject that insulin, which, Dan, I buy my insulin from Walmart at $25 a vial, which is 70-30 Novelin, and is actually not the best for me, but I don't have health insurance, and cannot afford the insulin that was prescribed to me, which is $100 a vial, like you literally just alluded to, and I did not tell you that before this program, but yes, that's that what the, I'm saying. Um, uh, is that the Lantus, by any chance? Uh, Lantus was one option. I had three options. I don't remember the... Only reason I even remember that is because you just said it. But as soon as they gave me the option, I was like, "There's no effing way, I can't afford a hundred dollars a month for this. This is impossible." Luckily, this is the thing that's that's twelve hundred dollars a year if you're using one pen a month, and some people are using more pens, but one pen a month that's twelve hundred dollars a year. And at if you're only paying twelve dollars each, that's a hundred and forty-four dollars for the year. Twelve hundred dollars versus a hundred, like that's literally an extra thousand and fifty dollars in your pocket. Exactly. Exactly. It's nuts. Not to mention the web of lies that is medical insurance in the government bureaucracy in red tape. We're 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 talking straight numbers and facts, just with insulin in the present program is freaking absurd sorry it's, it's your it's, it's your show 
I'm just yeah, here no, to facilitate. We're, <laughs> I just get we're actually we're we're actually um we're we're preparing a commercial right now. Um it's kind of in production. Uh we are we are we are selling insulin illegally online to but the 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 thing is we're selling it in Mexico and you have to come down here and pick it up from us. So the cool thing is we're going to sell it at the full price. So basically, you know, we'll we'll sell you um, a whole year's worth for $1200, but we're going to include round trip tickets to Cancun and nice. a completely all expense paid uh, vacation package. Because I mean that's literally like this is the thing if you're like forced between like if you're sitting there like hmm should I pay $1200 for the next year's worth of insulin? No. Go on vacation for a week and get it as part of the package. Like, just get the insulin or get the insulin with a week-long vacation in Mexico on the beach. Like, That's incredible. Sorry, I thought I muted my mic there while I uh, cleared my throat. I did not. My apologies. (laughs) All good, man. All good. I heard you breaking in your speech, and uh, I'm like, "What? What? What's going on?" I look back, and I realized I was not muted while I choked on this vaporizer that I am not used to because I'm trying to quit smoking cigarettes. So that is totally my bad. You are in? That's, are that's you? Good. Yeah, yeah. Are you still in Mexico? I am. This is my um, underground bunker deep within the jungles of Mexico, as I call it back here um nice yeah yeah it's awesome down here i love it there's like it's um it's a great little getaway from the united states and their bullshit rules and it's also a great learning experience because um i've I've really been trying to work on my spanish and like this is the only place i can actually do that nice. and also just seeing how things are different and i i like i love traveling like i i don't plan on being here for too much longer. I want to keep traveling. Um, like my ideal life would be like move to a, a different country every two years um, and just spend two years there because like, I mean, one, just cause I love traveling. Like I love like the whole, like experiencing the culture and seeing the world and all that kind of stuff. But like, as, as I spent so much time in Mexico, I'm like, Oh my God, there's so much to learn about how other governments do things that we could apply back in the United States that would just make things so much better. And it's like, that's, oh, I just got an invitation to Alaska. Um, don't do it. Would, no? Too cold. I hear, I hear they don't have roads. They don't have roads. <laughs> it's too cold. And Alaskans don't season their food. It's pretty absurd. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to go up there, though. Oh, yeah, me I mean, too. I'm totally joking. It by is. Way. Yeah. It's... um. Yeah, but you know, I, I really don't do well in cold. Do they have summer? Yeah, they have summer, right? Yeah, for Is like five melts? minutes. Well, it did, no, isn't it like isn't it like you could stay there for like one day and it's like seven hundred hours long or something? Still cold. <laughs> I imagine it's still cold. Like quite probably. literally, I talk to people all over the planet. I'm still getting from Alaskans that's like fifty eight degrees there. What the is going on what do you what do you mean it's 58 degrees? it's it's almost august 
I'm in South Mississippi. You're in Mexico. It's yeah, blazing it's hot, and we are Close severely trying to ward off hurricanes. And they're like, yeah, it's 58 degrees, and we kind of have to run the heater. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. You're doing a lot more than just peddling insulin to petty, poor folk, libertarians like myself that need that insulin. I should not have downgraded that. You're doing a freaking remarkable job with insulin. And, and I, as a type 1 diabetic, of course, I'm someone who's going to admire you and your work on a tremendous level, right? But you're also doing another tre tremendous medicinal um, advocacy, more advocacy, and that's in the cannabis area. You've started a business, yes. co-founded. Um, cannabis is a big deal for me because the same thing that gave me <clears throat> the pancreas issues, the, the type 1 diabetes, is a, an exact... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. I am a perfect candidate. Let me say it like that. I'm a perfect candidate for legal cannabis. But yeah, we don't have that. But you are helping with CBD and the likes across the country with nug of knowledge. And I know Thomas Queter, Tom for 52.com, T-O-M-F-O-R, 52.com. Last time. Um, he's helping that with that as well. Tell us about nug of knowledge if that's okay with you dan yeah um so uh nug of knowledge there's there's really so many facets to this um one we're selling 50 state legal weed so basically we're shipping weed all over the country um i call it weed even though the the flower is cbd only but we also have some uh some delta 8 stuff which is cool it'll get you a nice little buzz um and uh yeah like basically so like i said there's a lot of facets to this right one is libertarians are always running around like give me money give me money like please for my campaign and nobody wants to give money to libertarian campaigns so it's like hmm i used to sell weed um back when it was illegal and i made some pretty good money why don't we start that rack racket back up again and um let's get libertarians involved with it and then they can sell weed and raise money for their campaigns or for other activist type things, right? So there's that. And this is amazing. So what we've created with this is actually like um, an affiliate marketing program where it's it's kind of like Mary Kay, except it's Mary J. And libertarians are actually signing up to help us sell weed online and to all their friends. And it's really amazing. So we're making money. They're making money. Everybody in the liberty movement has an opportunity to make money. Um selling something that there's already a huge market for and everybody loves, um, which you can't really say for Liberty. That's <laughs> not, not oh. everybody wants that yet. That's, that's a harder sell. We'll get there. Um, but we're also, we're also helping with this. So a lot of the money that we raise, we're donating to other organizations that are fighting for cannabis legalization. So it's an activist organization. You're not just buying weed from, you know, your dispensary down the street who's using it so that they can buy, a yacht and a, you know, whatever they, whatever right. they're going to buy with it. You're actually investing in complete legalization so that we can sell more products so that, um, this is an interesting one. 
when I was running for president, I talked to a lot of these big um, dispensaries and, and, and hemp growers and distributors and everything. And I was like, yeah, uh, I want to get rid of all these regulations and all these licenses and all this other stuff. And every single one of them was like, oh, yeah, well, we, we don't want to do that. We, we want to get rid of all the taxes that you're paying on all the product that you're producing. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Why not? They want to keep the little guys out. They want to hold their monopoly. They want to hold their market share. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and it's it's interesting to see, uh, um, totally off topic, gun shops want the same thing, right? You would think like, oh, yeah, like gun shops should be totally Second Amendment. There shouldn't be so many restrictions on selling guns. No, they don't want you to buy guns online because if you could buy guns online, you wouldn't have to ship them to a gun shop, which is where they make a lot of their money. And so a lot of them would be going out of business. Exactly. So um, a lot of businesses are actually pro-regulation. And of course, before they started the business, when they were going in, if you ask them, do you want to pay all the taxes or do you not want to pay all the taxes? They'd say, no, of course, we don't want to pay all the taxes. But now that they've been paying all the taxes and they've gone through the licensing process, well, everybody else should have to go through that. And, you know, and let's let's keep the competition out. There's already too many of these shops. We don't want more of them. It's tough enough to run these businesses as it is. Right. Hmm. Um, so we're actually not like that. We're actually like, no, everybody should be selling this. We're not in this to make like a mega fortune. Um, we're in this to help um, other libertarians raise money for their activism. Uh, we're in this for freedom. Um, so, so that's a big part of it. Another thing we're doing is we're actually using some of the money that we raise to give free weed to people who need it but can't afford it, whether they need it for their mental health um, or they're disabled, you know, uh, or they're veterans. Um, you know, whatever the case is, uh, we have a program called Nugs and Hugs, and we give out free weed to people who need it. Um, yes. And and we're this is the other thing. Like I'm calling it weed. Um, it's like it's it's like th there's this whole thing, right? I went through this with advertising, um, uh, like you know, getting our ads approved to run online. I went through this with um, uh, with the banks and like getting approved for credit card processing. They don't want us calling it cannabis. The plant is literally called cannabis. Yeah, and like, exactly. oh, no, no, no. Cannabis is the one with THC and hemp is the one without THC. No, that's some stupid governmental bullshit regulation. The name of the plant is still cannabis, whether it has THC or not. But these are the laws that they're following. And so we have to put the same shit on our on our site. And what's what's ridiculous about this, right, is that we're, we're forbidden from saying using certain words. And it's not because the advertising company is because or the banks. It's because of the laws and regulations that the government set. But the problem with this is people want to know what they're buying. And we're basically being told by the government that you're not allowed to tell people what you're selling them. Because that's we, we don't want those words on the Internet. Why? Like this, this is the government that's supposed to like, these are the people that we go to when we say we want labels on all the packaging to know everything that's in it. And for some reason, they're telling us you can't advertise that you're selling something. You have to, you have to advertise without using certain words so that people don't know what you're advertising. So like, maybe they'll just go buy it and like, like, oops, that's not what I wanted. It's, it's and, yeah, fucking ridiculous, man. 
Yeah, yeah. You've uh, you've been doing this a lot longer than me, so I'll ask this question. How much can I say without getting kicked off the internet? It's Big Pharma. I'm just going to say it. I'm not the right person to ask because I'm I'm shadow banned on every single platform. Uh, I'm shocked. (laughs) I'm truly Um, not at all shocked. Yeah, it's Big Pharma. The fact of it it is is that, yeah, they, sorry, go ahead. And big alcohol. And I mean, there's so many people that hate cannabis. It's, it makes fuel. It makes plastics. It like, it does so many things. It makes paper. Everybody hates it. Cause like it could wreck, it could, it like, they're just like, Oh, if they legalize that. It could destroy our industry. You know, like the, like how, how the typewriter companies were afraid of computers. Oh my God. If everyone gets one of those computers, we're going to be out of business. It's called capitalism. Instead of adapting, like why, like why don't the paper companies start growing hemp instead? Like it's it's not rocket science. Why don't the oil companies start growing hemp instead? They're they're just like they're afraid of change. They don't want to go through that. They have a monopoly. They control exactly. everything, and they don't want to give it up. They don't want. They don't even want the possibility of losing it by switching to another industry making a mistake you know something like that we're here we have the power we want to hold on to it hemp makes better batteries yes absolutely it's amazing and it's like it sounds so stupid to say like oh yeah it's like some crazy miracle thing it sounds like kryptonite or something it's not or the opposite um but it's like it is i mean it's like it's amazing that like it, it does so much but it does but this is a this is another facet for Nug of Knowledge is um, we're trying to change the stigma of weed, right? This isn't like we're trying to change the image. Weed is not for stupid burnout stoners that sit on the That's couch right. all day watching Beavis and Butthead reruns. Like so. there are intellectuals, there are professionals, there are successful entrepreneurs and successful business people who use cannabis. And those are our customers. And we want to show that to the world because i mean who like every every alcohol has a perception of who drinks it right like you've got cognac you've got whiskey oh those are for like more people with more distinguished palates and stuff like that even beers right you have like like ooh i prefer a hoppy ipa i don't know anything about beer so i don't know if those even go together but like you know like you have that and then you have like your old english 800 and it's like, who drinks that, right? And there's stigmas associated with all these things. And with weed, it's just all like, oh, no, stupid stoners. So what we're creating is, no, it's not about that. There's actually people who are who are intelligent people who are successful at life, right. who are not like addicted to weed and just need to use it to be high all day. Right. People who use it for creativity, people who use it for PTSD, for medication, and all this other stuff. And that's what it is. And it should, and that's totally acceptable. And it should totally be legal. And it shouldn't be frowned upon in society at all. Which brings me to the next, it, a, a completely separate organization that we're running in tandem with this called Legalize Happiness. Because right. something that really pisses me off is there's a lot of people out there advocating for legalization of cannabis, but they want two things. They, they say, oh, it's medicine. We have to legalize it because it's medicine. And you can make so much money by taxing it. But my position is smoking weed is a human right. 
I have a constitutionally protected, unalienable, God-given right to smoke weed as my pursuit of happiness, guaranteed by the Ninth Amendment to the Constitution. It's in there. Go look it up. Facts. Facts. My pursuit of happiness is to smoke weed. There's, there's, There have been court cases saying that you can't charge an addict for having um, uh, heroin in their bloodstream because Facts. that's their pursuit of happiness. So it doesn't, if there were zero, absolutely zero medical uses for cannabis and all it does is get you high, that's my right. If that's my pursuit of happiness, that's my right. That cannot be illegal. So we have to legalize it for that. Forget about the medical, like, yeah, it's great that we got this far saying, you know, medical uses. That's not why we need to legalize it. We need to understand that we have individual rights to consume cannabis. And then as far as taxes, if it's a human right, Rights cannot be taxed. And there's Supreme Court cases that say that very thing. A right cannot be taxed. A right cannot be taxed. So these are these are two of the main things that we're pushing for with this organization um, to shift the way that we're looking at this. We shouldn't legalize it because we're going to make some more money for the government. It's not a new way for them to rob us. They've already been robbing us of of our life by putting us in jail cells for Thanks. like however many years they want to do. Um, it's not about that. And it doesn't matter if we're using it for medicine. Like, even if you say, Oh, it's for my mental health because like, it's, you know, it helps me relax. And also, yeah, that, yeah, that's fine. But none of that matters. It's your body. It's your choice. It's your cannabis. It's your pursuit of happiness. That's your unalienable, right? They cannot take that away from you. And we can't let them take that away from us. Big facts. I mean, that's incredible. Nugofknowledge.com. Um, I am partnering up with them. We will have graphics and more information coming out very soon. You can check the website, nugofknowledge.com. It's all right there. We are trying to empower the people uh, with flour and CBD. Like you said, Dan, we, we keep talking about um, pushing weed everywhere, but at this point, besides the Delta eight and maybe Delta nine in the future, it's really CBD. It's really flower. It's, it's very much for your health and mental health. And I've said it over and over and over again. I am a strong advocate for de decriminalized cannabis in all 50 states, 100%. This is a medicine. We need this. A huge way to take the right step in the right direction is to empower companies like nugofknowledge.com. So please check them out. We have a lot of things in the works. Going show. We, Dan, we just had a meeting like what last night. What are we at? Wednesday? It's okay. It was Wednesday. Ago, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. I do this crap like way too much. It's not crap. <laughs> it's very valuable. And there's a reason it's very valuable. It's because a lot of people tune in to listen to people like Dan, taxation, Steph Berman, who's running for governor of Texas, who is smuggling illegally insulin into our country so that we can afford it and starting a business that is cannabis based for your medicinal purposes. You also have a driver's license that you don't have and you drive a car. Is that correct? You drive around yes. with no driver's no. license. No, I don't drive. That's the thing. 
but ah. like that doesn't mean I don't use a car. I use a car. I just don't drive. Ah. Um, this Here's is like, <laughs> this is like, it's this like mind fuck that they have us on where like they, they use different words to trick us into, into believing that we have to play by their rules. Exactly. Like that's, that's literally what it is. Like, exactly. If, so like, imagine like, you know, you're in your car, you see the flashing lights behind you and you pull over on the side of the road and a cop comes up to your, to your window and says, are you driving? Like most people will just answer. Yes. Yes. I obviously I was driving. I'm sitting right here in the driver's seat. I'm driving. I was driving until you pulled me over. But the reality is you are not driving unless someone was paying you to take them or their property somewhere. And like, this is like a really confusing concept because since the day we're born, we're told that the word driving means operating a car. And in reality, it's, it's not, it's um, it is operating a motor vehicle, but a motor vehicle is a vehicle. It's a motorized vehicle that's used to transport things and like when's the last time you said i'm going to transport my kids to school hmm. never nobody says that because that's not what transport means but you hear about like oh we're transporting cargo to somewhere transporting the definition of transporting is getting paid to move something if you're not getting paid to move something, you are not transporting it. If you're not transporting it, it is not a motor vehicle and you are not driving. And like, I know how ridiculous this sounds. I know it sounds like a total load of bullshit. Like it took me like, I don't know how many years of like really seeing enough evidence between court cases and, and, and experimenting on this on my own to realize, holy shit, this is actually true. But that's how they do it. And this it's the same thing with the income tax. This is why I don't pay income tax. Because like that, like, are you an employee? Like, do you go like, you know, if, if you go to your job and somebody asks you, are you an employee? Everyone and their mom is gonna say, Yeah. Cause like, cause that's what we're told an employee means. It means you have a job and you work for somebody, right? But if you look in the Internal Revenue Code under the definition of employee for the terms of, of who needs to have their taxes withheld. An employee is somebody who works for the government. Hmm. And it, it's it's written there in plain English. Like you can't read it and be mistaken. It's so ridiculous. It's right there in front of us. But then we go to, we call up the IRS and say, oh, well, um, I, I don't want to pay taxes anymore. And they're just like, well, are you an employee? Well, I mean, I work for McDonald's. I'm always picking on McDonald's for some reason. Well, I work for McDonald's. Well, are you their employee? Well, yeah, I guess I'm their employee. Okay, well, you have to pay the taxes because it says in the law that the employees must pay the tax, which is true. It says the employees must pay the tax, but they don't tell you, like nobody thinks to ask, well, what do you mean by employee? Nobody Big thinks because it's like, that's obvious, right? Oh, obviously I'm an employee. Everybody knows what an employee is. But it's like, and it's, and here's the thing, like you can look employee up in the dictionary. That's not what it means in the tax code. It's what so ridiculous. It? It, but this is how they screw us. Because the reality is we do still live in a free country where the Constitution is the law. And even though there is corruption in every um, 
every corner of the government, even though there is right. corruption in the courts. At the end of the day, the Constitution does still exist. And a tax on income would be completely unconstitutional if it were written in law the way that they enforce it. And requiring people to have a driver's license to use their personal property to travel around the country would also be unconstitutional. Right. So they just play word games with us until they get us to submit and say, well, I don't know. I, 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 I do work. I, I'm an employee, right? And then we just like turn ourselves in and say, okay, I guess I got to pay it. That's the whole scam. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, yeah. Now you've done a, uh, and we won't get into this right now because we're creeping up on an hour and out of time, but it, it is pretty brilliant that uh, what you've been able to extrapolate from these falsified, the, this falsified terminology really is what it is. It, it, it's not correct. It's incorrect. It's deceptive. And to me, if it's deceptive, it, that means it is cloaked in falsification. And this wording also applies to our tax code and income tax. And just briefly, uh, real quick, because we are definitely out of time, but I, ha I want everybody to freaking hear this. Everybody's exempt from income tax. Is that not correct? Like you found a way. It's okay. Word games. Let's, let's say, it, let's say yeah, it correctly yeah. here. Most people are not required to pay the tax. To be exempt would mean you would normally be required to pay a tax, but there's an exception and that makes you exempt. Um, but we're not required. So, so just because I'm not exempt doesn't mean I have to pay the tax because I was never required to pay the tax in the first place. So this is like, and, and yeah. this is why, you know, they always say like, yeah, make sure you get a lawyer because if you say the wrong words, you're fucked. Like this is, this is it. And it's very difficult. And this is like one of, like they have organizations out there. I mean, like the IRS, like uh, I think it was the IRS was required to create this organization that helps people with their battles against the IRS. So like it's the right. taxpayer advocate something like you go to them and you ask them for help. And all they do is help you comply with the IRS rules and give them all your money. Like, and, and I've talked to lawyers, like I, and, and like I've talked to a variety of lawyers. So, but I know that most lawyers, most tax lawyers, they don't, they will not like show you how to not pay taxes. They're, they're part of, they're part of the scam because they were educated by the government in the government's uh, regulated law schools that say, this is what you have to learn if you want to become a tax lawyer, right? This is what you have to believe if you want to become a tax lawyer versus the lawyers that I know that went outside of the box. Um, I know the lawyers who defended Wesley Snipes and like, everyone's right. like, Oh yeah, but he went to prison for not paying taxes. No, it's a, there's a lot more to it than that. First of all, he had all of his charges dropped except for one misdemeanor. And that misdemeanor was because he had corporations. And when you have corporations, you have a contract with the government and those corporations are taxable. So totally different story. Um, it, it's, it, it's insane, but like, um, I, <laughs> like to, to, to go back to the original point, like, yeah, we're not supposed to be paying this tax. Um, and there's not a whole lot of people out there 
who are going to help us because it it really doesn't serve them any benefit. I mean, there are people out there. Um, I, I have a friend at, at Freedom Law School. If you go to livefreenow.org, um, he's actually like you you sign up for his program. Um, and he actually like you, he'll teach you what to do. He he has like steps. He actually has a lot of free information on his website. He'll talk you through the process to get yourself in the right position to not pay the tax. And if the IRS ever comes after you, he will do everything for you as far as, you know, writing letters and, and all this stuff and, and, you know, even defending you in court. And he's got a million dollar guarantee, but it's not cheap. And so a lot of people, they're like, well, if I got to pay this guy, I might as well just pay the tax. Like, and you know, so like there's, there's that kind of stuff, right? Or like, oh, I'm just going to figure out how to do it my own and, and save some money. But it's like, well, if you do that and then it's like, you're, you don't have the 20 years of experience or like 50 years of experience that this guy has. Right. So, so a lot of people, they, they, uh, you know, they try to do it on their own. They make some mistakes. And then the, I, I did this. I did this decades ago. I tried to do it on my own. The IRS came after me. They broke their own rules. They broke the law, but they still won because I didn't know what I was doing or or the the right things to do. And it's like, whenever they threw something at me, it was new. And I had to go start doing research, start from scratch and do all the research. What do I do about this? And there's not a whole lot of information out there. But now there are people out there who've been doing this for a lot of years. But the problem is like, there are very few of them because there aren't, it, it's not a huge market. There aren't a lot of people, like the people who want to not pay taxes are the people who want to not pay lawyers also. Um, so the the people who like want to pay the taxes, just pay as little of it. Those people are happy to pay lawyers for some reason. It makes no sense to me. Um, I'd rather pay a lawyer and then like not pay any taxes. Um, but, right. but that, that option is out there, but like, it's, yeah, it's, it's not the majority. Um, well, so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, I was sorry. too ranting. No, sorry. I really want to what I want to highlight in the uh, in that part, and I I know I got the language wrong there. I'm sorry. It's all about the language when it comes to the law. But what I really wanted to highlight right there is how your extensive knowledge and your yes, of course, this failure, of course. We're all going to see failure, especially when we're going up against government entities. That's just a given, right? Because they're going to recreate circumstances and rules and laws that we're not privy to that information until it's already out there. But what I really wanted people to see is that we're living a lie, right? We're, we're walking through blindly through this path of acceptance that uh, this thing, just because it's been the thing for however long the thing has been, that that thing is instituted as law. And it's not. That's not the case. The fact of the matter is, is that the thing that we're battling up against is actually our own minds in that we're not all called to be damn Bermans and run for governor of Texas. We're not qualified i'm not qualified to do that but what i can glean from you what i can steal from what you're dropping off is that we're being lied to and that the extent the extensive deception that goes on within our law system within our court system within just the tax code alone is is enough evidence 
from what you've brought to the table tonight for us to say, hey, we need to take a deeper look into this. And if I can get five people over the next two weeks to watch this video and say, holy shit, they're wrong. They're wrong. They're not right. I don't know how they're not right. I don't know how they're wrong, but I can clearly see from this guy's success within the court system that they're wrong. Then we can red pill some people and maybe we black pill somebody. Who knows? Yeah. I want to, um, if I can, I want to push a couple books and like, I, I want to preface this with, yeah. I am not getting paid. Um, I've actually asked, but like, no, not going to happen. Um, uh, so this one is Dave Champion. He's been in the tax honesty nice. movement since like the 70s. Um, he was friends with the great Erwin Schiff. Um, this is a really great book. Um, like I said, it took me a lot of years of like reading about the tax code. And this book really made it clear because he like laid out all the court cases and the laws in the right order to make it very clear to understand. Um, it's It's a little expensive. But get it. It is absolutely worth it. And once you read this, you're going to like you're going to refuse to start paying. You're going to start to refuse to pay income tax after that. Um, nice. Also, this one is um, um, another friend of mine, Joe Bannister, who he kind of got. He actually like was one of the first people that got me interested in the liberty movement in the first place. His first appearance that I saw him was on a video clip on YouTube where it was him and Ron Paul on like Fox News. And he was sitting there saying, yeah, no, it's a scam. You don't have to pay the income tax um, right next to Ron Paul, like sitting congressman. Right. Um, right. This is a book. He he actually like you can see it says preliminary report and it's scratched out. Um, he wrote this in the 90s and he's updated it since. Um, but basically, he's working for the IRS. He hears people saying you don't have to pay income tax. He's like, that's bullshit. I'm going to research it. He researches it. He's like, oh, there is no law that says they have to pay income tax. Um, he's retired from the IRS since, um, he's been sued by the IRS a dozen times and he's beaten them every single time. Um, he's done an amazing job and, and I'm really pissed off that more libertarians don't know more about him. Uh, but get this book also. It's, it's really amazing. Um, and like I said, I'm not getting paid to push either of those books, but like, it, like these guys know their stuff so much better than I do that like, don't learn from me. Learn from them. Learn from learn from Freedom Law School at Live Free Now. Um, like learn from those guys because these are guys who have been in this for like like literally some some of their their knowledge goes all the way back to the seventies, and like it, it's 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 deep. Um, it's there, but we don't have to pay this tax, and we should all stop paying it because I don't know about you, but I don't like I don't like my money being used to buy bombs to drop on hospitals nice. and kindergarten schools on the other side of the world. I'm not into that. No, same, same. I feel like you have a lot more to say about that real quick before we close out. Please continue. <laughs> rant, rant. We have uh, our, just, oh Every government God. program you hate is paid for with taxes. Stop paying taxes. I see people complain about, oh, the FDA sucks. Oh, the Department of Education sucks. Oh, this sucks. That sucks. Stop paying for it. Stop paying for it. That's it. It's that simple. Oh, man. I was expecting a little bit more there. But, yeah, I mean, you, you, it's what we need, really, Dan, to be honest with you, if it's okay with you. And uh, I'm just shooting off the hip here. At some point, what we need to do is really just have 
a round table discussion and really dive into like what 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 each of these these things mean, right? So like when we pay taxes and they go to this thing, well, what is that thing and how much money is going into it? So like for example, we'll sit down and say our this is how much money they're telling us, right? That's just me. I'm conspiratorial. This is how much money they're telling us is going towards foreign wars. Okay. Well, how much is actually needed? Should we be there in the first place? And how much of our actual tax money should go to it? Right. And so uh, I, I know you're very busy smuggling insulin across the border for people like me. But there's just certain things of this tax equation, this conversation that needs to be discussed in greater length, in greater depth. Because I personally, for one, have no effing clue. I did not have a clue about this before you and I started talking. And the minute you and I started talking, I'm like, holy shit, this has to be fleshed out. We need time to spend on this because... If you can learn it, I can learn it. If I can learn it, anybody can learn it. And we need to flesh this out. But it goes so much deeper, right? Why are we murdering people overseas with our own tax money if we can choose not to spend our tax sorry, our tax money? Let me let me let me drop a couple facts on you. All right. Please do. Um this I, I'm using 2019 numbers because I like I don't even know what to say about 2020 yet, but um, the total American payroll was eight point five trillion dollars. That's how much all of us working people earned eight and a half trillion dollars. The government took from us seven and a half trillion dollars. That's 88 percent of everything that we earned went to the government. So so now, OK, now think about this. At that time, there was only three and a half trillion dollars of actual printed currency, U.S. currency in the entire world. Half of that usually resides overseas and only one point one trillion dollars was in circulation. Wow. So one point one trillion dollars of money in actual circulation. Somehow we earned eight and a half trillion and they were able to take seven and a half trillion from us. Okay, something else, property tax, because people are like, oh, we need property tax because it pays for the schools and it pays for the police and all these other wonderful services that the government provides. You know, top grade A plus services. Amazing. Best quality everywhere. <laughs> um, so that's that's what people think. Like, that's why they think we pay property tax. Um, I did some comparisons, spending a lot of time in Mexico from the U.S. and Mexico. In Mexico, um, they don't have they have property tax, but it's like it's like less than a tenth. It's it's less than a thirtieth of some states. Um, the property tax that they have, they have much lower property tax, and they have ridiculous loans. If you want to get a loan to buy a house, you're stupid. Like it's ten percent interest. Um, it's a ten year loan. It's a fifty percent down payment. Nobody does it, and because of that, everyone buys their house cash. Now, Americans are thinking like, oh, I don't have enough money to buy my house cash. Well, yeah, but the thing is, 
if everybody was had to buy their houses cash, the cost of a house would be much less. So what you have in Mexico is people buy their houses. You have a much higher percent of home ownership in Mexico than you do in the United right. States. Most of those people do not have any mortgage debt at all. So they own their homes debt-free. They have very, very little to pay in property tax, which percentage-wise is somewhere between a 10th and a 30th of what it is in the United States, but also because the property values are lower because they're not inflated by the banking system. It's like nothing. Like we're talking instead of thousands of dollars per year, we're talking like 50 to $100 per year. Like less than what Americans pay for a vehicle for a much nicer house than you can get in the United States. And you don't see people getting kicked out of their homes for not paying property tax. You have much lower homeless rates because of that. You have much lower rent rates because a lot of people are just like, screw that. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to save my money and buy a house. There aren't that many people renting. Mostly it's the people who move from city to city. Like, and then you have a lot of people who are just like rent. That's stupid. I'm going to live with my parents until I have enough money to buy my own house, which in America, you're a fucking loser. If you do that for some reason, if you're smart enough to save your money by living with your parents, you're a loser. But if you go out and you waste your money on an apartment that you can't afford, that's winning. Like we have it backwards. Um, so there's a lot we can learn from places like Mexico. I know it's not perfect. There's there's plenty of problems down here. Um, but um, we should learn whatever we can. And um, getting rid of a lot of these taxes and government programs, we would actually have a much better foundation for our lives in America. And um, America would be much greater. Sorry, I had to try to squeeze that in there. It would actually be greater. Yeah, that's what she, she said. did that. <laughs> she squeezed it in there perfectly. No, that's what she said. No, I mean that it's it's just cold hard fact. That's that's it. That's it. I mean, and what we really got to do is <clears throat> get people like you, Dan, in front of the. Um, the right crowd in front of the right social media. I, I don't care what it is, y'all. We each have a part to play. You can click the like button, su uh, subscribe, share, and Dan's message will go everywhere. But at the end of the day, what really matters to me, even though I'm a social media guy, I'm just terrible at it. Uh, I, I, I want people like Dan to be in front of a microphone in front of live people spreading this message. I know I'm rambling now. It is what it is. I'm just, we need this, right? I mean, you're in Mexico right now. You're, you're clearly an American citizen. You're fighting for the rights of each and every one of us. But what I want is what I, what I want is for people like you to be in front of a podium that, the amount of folks show up for Trump rallies. I mean, let's be honest. Like, like that'd be awesome. That's crazy to me that that guy pulls out all these people in droves 
and and we have people like you that are actually you know breaking blood on your elbows doing the work behind the scenes bringing help to specifically people like me and others and many others what we need is your voice out there and we've got to to do i've got to do a better job of of promoting you your ideas uh, what you stand for and people like us and i i can't thank you enough for coming on the show yeah absolutely thanks for having me man anytime yeah, yeah absolutely yeah 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 well obviously you're running for governor of tech governor of texas so we'll have you again um to follow up on the campaign several times because you're an amazing human being you're doing amazing things to help me out literally me out and um i want everybody to hear what you have to say and there's just not we're at an hour and 14 minutes now and there's no effing way we could possibly cover even a thimble full of your knowledge and so i'm excited thomas queter says clubhouse after you know what thomas i'll put it up there i'll put it up there even though i plugged you so much i told you man I, I like I, I could I could I could fill up a whole day full of this stuff. Um, well, there's so much so much to talk about. Um, exactly. But, That's um, why I want to yeah. uh, have like a a more habitual session with you, whatever that would look like. Even if if it's your show, um, just something that where we can take one or two topics because you're an expert on all of this stuff and just flesh it out. And, and give that information to the people and then we can spread it around far and wide liking sharing clicking showing up in person and all those events sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there i'm just very excited i've been very excited because of how much you're actually doing like literally doing and then how big of an impact you're having on social media in front of uh the internet crowd so i yeah thank you I'll, I'll i'll shut up now yeah no absolutely man um i i wish i could do more i wish i could reach more people but um uh the algorithms are working against us so anybody watching i encourage you to make sure like you 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 can't just like and share at this point you gotta like really um you, you gotta talk this information up and and share it with people um you know knock on their knock on their dms slide in the dms and um <laughs> drop some drop some links on them because like i mean that's the reality like you know they that's the whole purpose of shadow banning man oh what do you mean we didn't deplatform them we didn't take them down they're right there and it's like oh yeah but you have algorithms that are yep. preventing anybody from seeing us um and it's like exactly. i have my timeline and when i share your content nobody gets to see what's on my timeline versus you know oh kim kardashian shares like you know, I get it. She's got like a million times more followers, but she gets a higher a higher percentage see her stuff because of algorithms. And and that's the reality. And that's what we're up against. And like we we have to we have to fight this because the government is literally allowing they're, they're working with with these corporations and everything else. They are literally allowing fact checkers and all these propagandists to control what we are seeing on social media and we have to we can actively fight that but we have to put more energy into it it's not you know if i was pushing vaccines on my podcast i guarantee you all i have to do is like upload it and that's it 
actually, that would be a great experiment. I'm going to start a new channel where all I do is talk about how great vaccines are. And let's see what kind of reach it gets versus like taxation is theft. Same same person, same content, different subject, pro-vaccine, right? That's like, that's how crazy this is. But that's how propaganda works. And they are they are literally, decades ago, the CIA wanted to control the news and the media. Now they want to control social media because that's where we get our information from. That's how they program us. Simple as that. And that's exactly right. That's how they're going. Well, I want to say it like this. That's how they're attempting to deprogram us. But the fact of the matter is, is that we still have people like you in the streets, in the boroughs, in the counties, in the parishes, going out, crossing uh, country, national lines, doing the work. And last time I checked. lines. What I didn't lines. see no stinking lines. <laughs> what lines? Last time I was I looking checked. down for the airplane the whole time. I didn't see no damn line. <laughs> yeah, imaginary thing. Uh, last time I checked, word of mouth is still the number one proponent of small business entrepreneurship. That should tell everybody everything because small business runs a country. And if you can tell people that this restaurant is very good and that's what props them up, then we can tell people that liberty is what's good and prop up people like Dan. Taxation is theft. Berman, I can't thank you enough, dude, for coming on. We're way over. I don't care. I could talk to you for another hour. The issue is is that I want non-libertarians to click on this and be like, okay, yeah, that's not four hours long. Ten-hour podcast? Yeah, ten Who's hour this guy podcast. think he is, Joe Rogan? Yeah, I'll need a colostomy <laughs> bag just to urinate in the entire time. <laughs> but I want, <laughs> I want people to hit the click button that are not libertarians and hear what Dan has to say. So, um, dude, fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, I look forward to, to meeting you in person here real soon, hopefully. And having you back on the podcast, anything that you need to plug or say, yeah, please, please do it. Um, I'll just, I've talked enough. I'll just say, go to, uh, uh, danforfreedom.com. That's my campaign site. Um, there's, uh, links to all my social media accounts there. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, look for taxation is theft. Look for Dan Berman or look for Dan taxation is theft Berman. And remember, you are not government property. Stop acting like it. Hmm. Did I get that right? I think so, yeah. Danforfreedom.com. You are not government proper property. Stop acting like it. That's freaking phenomenal. I love it so much. I love everything that you have to say. You are a true freaking activist, 100% through and through. You are not just talk. You're not just running for governor of Texas. You are proving your worth. Every It's not even your worth, really. It, it's, it's your heart. You're proving your heart by doing the things that you've done. And as Thomas Daniel Queter likes to say, do the thing, right? Do the thing. If you're libertarians, do the thing. 
Whatever that thing is that it looks like to you, do the thing. Dan is an exceptional uh, example of this. Don't try to be Dan. I can't fucking try to be Dan. So don't try to be Dan. Just do the thing. Whatever the thing is, do that. Right? Be you. Be a part of the liberty movement. And follow Dan's example. And then at some point, maybe we can do the thing like Dan Berman. Taxation is theft. Running for governor of Texas. Extreme activist. Extremely brilliant. Again, I will keep running on. I'm sorry. I'm probably fanboying fanboying at this point. I don't I don't fanboy um, at all. I'm not impressed by a lot of people. Um, but <laughs> you're, you're, I do get impressed by um, people that put in more activism and time into this movement than I do uh, with the with the circumstances that we have. So I can't thank you enough. Again, freaking awesome. Can't wait to have you on again on the show uh on round table maybe on your show with oh god do i dare say it thomas queeter <laughs> maybe we'll see what happens i don't know that'd be awesome it'll be another it. failure yeah we'll, we'll have tom and his upside down feet we'll figure it out tom uh <laughs> thomas is all right i love you tom man you're great I just got to give you shit all the time for having upside down feet and completely crippled. But other than that, uh, Dan, thank you very much. I am going to let you go now. You have much more important things to do than I do because I am going to go smoke a cigarette and relax for the night. You do not have the opportunity of relaxation because you are an (laughs) activist and I'm an internet slob. So thank you so much for coming on the show. We love you very much. There's a ton of people in my group that love you and look up to you. And I cannot thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you let me know when you got something going on, it's there. You are the man. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you, I guess here in a couple of days because nug of knowledge will be a sponsor of the Cajun Libertarian Live. So, thank you, Dan. Talk to you soon. I had to uh, cut myself off there because I will keep talking to the dude. Record shows. Record shows. Go check it. Check it. Record. It's there. Thomas Queter. Tom for 52.com. Wrong one. I'm sorry. Got messages still rolling in left and right because that's how popular Dan Taxation is. Theft Berman is. Thank you, Thomas Queter. Great show. Um, I didn't do much. I, I rarely do much, right? Uh, this is this is where I uh, I started this show. I grew it organically from the idea that I don't know this stuff, and I want to learn this stuff. I want to learn the thing, right? I want to do the thing, and I want to learn the thing. There's only one way to do that, really. You can research all you want, but at the end of the day, 
what you need is expertise from the elders. And people like Dan Berman, who's running for governor of Texas, that's the elder. Thomas Queter, who's running for Senate of 52nd District in New York State, that's an elder. Larry Sharp, uh, Spike Cohen. Good God, I always do this, right? I'm like, I'm not going to start naming names because then I'm going to get myself in trouble. But it doesn't matter. We need examples. We need enthusiasm. And I say we, I mean I. Most of y'all are far more advanced and along in this track than I am. It doesn't matter. You've given me the platform. You've elected me to this position. So I'm going to put people on screen like Dan Berman and Spike Cohen and Larry Sharp and Donald Rainwater, who are trailblazers. I'm going to put them on so that I can learn from them. I can learn from you. Stay in the comment section. Always spread the message. You heard it from Dan tonight. That we are being lied to 100%. We have opportunities to work our way around Things that are cutting, literally, you know, cutting our paychecks and our ability to survive. So please stay tuned. That was a ridiculous plug for my own show. I don't even like to plug my own show. Y'all know that. That's very obvious. I like to plug the people because they're the ones that I learn from. <clears throat> people like Dan Bourbon. He's down here in the bottom screen smiling. There he is. I took him right back off as he laughed. To the gulag for laughing when I surprised you. So, <clears throat> love that guy. <laughs> love all of y'all. Um, I am going to shut my mouth right now because I am very fired up about everything that Dan had to say. I knew that would happen. I don't care because he freaking fires me up. And so, I'm going to talk about it. And I talked about it, and now we're done. I will see you Friday night on Muddy Waters Media, the Cajun and Eskimo show from Bayous to Igloos on Muddy Waters Media at Cajun Time slash Freedom Time, which is 8.30 Central Time on Friday night. I have a very special segment on my end. I don't know about Eskimos. I talk to her all the time, but we don't talk about each other's segments because we want it to be a surprise. I will see you Friday night on Muddy Waters Media, Cajun and Eskimo Show from Bayou to Igloos. I love you very, very, very much. You know that. I say it every show because I mean it. I mean it. Thank you for showing up. This is four months old. Four months old. We have thousands of views. We have 12,000 followers. It means something. It means something. And I'm going to continue to push for people like Dan to come on this show and to express and articulate to us exactly with that meaning looks like and how we can achieve it. This means a lot to me. And it means a lot to you. 
Otherwise, you wouldn't show up like you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in the thousands of watching the show and, and sharing the show and liking and sharing the page. It means something to you. It means something to me. It means a lot. Thank you very much. I love you. And I'm out.